I just want to explain some of the analysis and details we're going to. People sometimes ask me, they say, you've got these Excel spreadsheets with all 8,000 equities and you look at so many different things. What's the engine behind all of that? And the engine behind it is a hell of a lot more data. And then people say, well, what, Excel? Who uses Excel? I can tell you, hedge funds use Excel. Excel is one of the most powerful tools out there. Of course, you might get your data from other places such as Bloomberg, London Stock Exchange, etc. But in terms of the things you can do on Excel, uh, uh, this, th that manipulable ability uh, that you can have, software can't do that, you know, the way this software, Excel, can. Anyway, so what are the kinds of things that feed into our analysis and the things we might look at? Well, you're familiar with some of these things. You've seen this on various websites. Let's just, that's just the overview though. Let's go into valuation ratios, price earnings ratios. There's all of those things. There's peers uh, analysis. Then you've got uh, uh, various things in terms of comparison to indices. You've got to make sure that the data is good, quality, key, um, clean. There's financials year in, year out that go into these things. There's estimates going forward. Only once you've got all of this, can you then start looking at playing around with some of that and getting an idea of what the buy, hold, sell recommendations might be, what the target prices of the various brokers are as well, who they are, whether and what their target levels are, when they issued them, what levels they are. And that's just one thing to look at. It's not the only thing you look at. Just because some broker at Wells Fargo said he's overweight on this stock and they think it's going to go 385 doesn't mean it's, it's accurate. We've got to look at what's important and we've got to weigh it. This is what we do. This is what feeds into that big Excel spreadsheet of mine uh, with 8,000 securities on it as well. All this kind of data and information. I wanted to share this with you because people might think, oh, well, it's just easy. It just shows the tip of the iceberg, says this, this, this. And I can assure you, journalists don't go into this level of detail. Uh, uh, it really is only hedge fund managers who will go to this much trouble. Okay. And also get an idea of, well, who owns them? Which hedge fund managers are owning some of these? Why is that important? Uh, are they increasing their positions? Are they reducing them? Uh, uh, and I said, not just hedge funds, it might be, well, are there any other big entities, pension funds or whatever else, private equity funds, whoever else, you know, that we want to know who owns positions, why do they own them? But that might only be 1% of the weighting, might not be that important. So all of these things, I just want to give you a bit of an insight, again, lift the lid, give you a bit more of an insight into what goes into the program and the analysis. Uh, so you get the tip of the iceberg, you get it all distilled and explained and know that, uh, yeah, there's a whole load of uh, uh, data crunching and data analysis that goes on at the back. And uh, it's little wonder that the most highest paid jobs in the world at the moment are uh, uh, in data analytics. Okay, so uh, uh, be rest assured when we know sovereign wealth funds have got investments in things and certain pension funds which tend to be longer term holders and whoever else, you know, we, we, we look for little green lights and red lights. Not with things like Apple, they tend to be a lot easier to weigh up, but the riskier companies where we're not so sure, it's on the cusp and we think, right, let's just have a deep dive. Uh, and because the one thing we're trying to reduce is risk and chance and luck and gambling. We're not interested in any of those or speculation, not interested in any of those. Okay, we want as much clarity as possible. Thank you.